Hello, everyone, and welcome on into another episode of Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all your picks, parlays, plays, and analysis around the beautiful game. For one last time this Premier League season, I'm Thomas Viola. He's Taylor Wilson, and we are back after a two-week hiatus. Taylor, how are you feeling? We took two weeks off. Uh, Life was getting in the way, but we are back, and we are ready for one more Premier League slate. We got some games to get to. We got some MLS action going on. You've got a couple plays in the playoff, in the EFL playoff. Let's get right into them. How how have you been? Well, the good news, Tom, is uh, we went a combined twenty and zero up uh, twenty two and a half units last week. Uh, we didn't Indeed record we did. it. Nobody, you know, people are a little bit unclear on whether or not we're lying about that, but it's totally true. Uh, you know, perfect week. We just didn't get it on tape, so here we are on tape to go zero and twenty two, and you know, just get a little bit of equilibrium out in the world, Tom. I, I mean, your your all MLS game parlay that hit was just fantastic, my friend. I wish that we had gotten that uh, that down on, on tape, but. Alas, people will just have to take our word for it as we get ready and get set for one final week of Premier League action. Let's jump right into it. We got some games to get to, starting with Liverpool, minus 670 at home at Anfield against Crystal Palace, 17 to 1. The draw plus 700. Liverpool needs a victory to most likely make the top four. They control their own destiny here and will be playing Champions League ball next season should they win this game. I will be taking Palace at 17-1 to on the sheer hope and wish that we do not see Liverpool in the Champions League next season. I respect that mission, Tom. Uh, You know, the big narrative here, of course, everyone's going to focus on the Liverpool side of things. Also, uh, the farewell show for uh, Roy Hodgson at Palace. I don't know how much we want to kind of look into that and try to give a palace argument to all of this. Um, no Eze for the rest of the season, AKA one game for them. That is a, uh, a solid enough loss. This look, this matchup leans completely toward Liverpool. When we were breaking down the fixtures, even months ago, looking at, you know, the last two or three, if things get tight in that top four race, I think a lot of us really liked the fact that Liverpool had crystal palace at home. And of course, Burnley in the penultimate game in these last two, I think Liverpool wins it. What I don't necessarily think Tom is that they blow them out. I think palace gives a little bit of a fight here and you're finding some value in the margins there. Some of the kind of Dylan Esma esque specials. I'm looking at palace plus two and a quarter laying minus minus one seventeen juice. Tom, you think it's going to be a complete blowout? Am I insane there? No, I actually really like that number. I mean, you're getting two and a quarter goals. So you're kind of making that half and half bet, but this Liverpool team really hasn't been blowing too many teams out. And I like the uh, minus 117 when the other team has to score three goals to really completely wash you out. I, I, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, and I, I think we're seeing some examples of this. I mean, I, we're going to talk about all of these games with top four implications, which, of course, that's the big thing to look out for on the so-called championship Sunday. It's, it's really top four Sunday uh, this time around, Tom, like it was last year also. Um, I, there are some interesting numbers like that in the margins if you think these games are going to stay close. There are also some massive money line prices, as you mentioned, with Palace being kind of the craziest one on the board here. But we're going to look into some ones, you know, further down the board as well that I think you like as far as road dogs and things like that in games that don't mean anything. This game, of course, means everything for Liverpool. Uh, you know, it, it's been an insane season for them with the injuries and they might be able to sneak into top four regardless. But I don't uh, I don't see them winning this by three or four goals. So give me Palace laying a little bit of juice on those. Now, it's a good thing that we don't know any Chelsea fans because, oh, man, what a month it has been for their heart rates. 
just absolutely insane game after insane game. They, of course, lose the FA Cup. They beat Man City to make it to uh, to to make it to that final. But now they're going to have to go up against Man City once again for the third time this month in the Champions League final. But first, they have a game against Aston Villa on the road with Champions League implications for next season. They could lock in at least their place next season should they lose the Champions League final. But they need a win against Villa. They're minus 210 favorites. Villa plus 575. The draw plus 350. I like Chelsea minus one at minus 129. But what do you like? I think that's fair enough. Um, a, a weird thing for Chelsea now where it was all kind of honeymoon period for Thomas Tuchel. Initially, many Chelsea fans didn't even want Lampard to get fired. I was among those that thought it was kind of a weird handling of the entire Lampard experience. Regardless, they throw him out, bring in Tuchel, and it was a magical couple of months really you mentioned Chelsea makes the Champions League final and make the FA Cup final there's still a scenario though where this is kind of a failed season for Chelsea if they finish outside the top four and they lose that Champions League final and they lost the FA Cup final yeah making finals is great but for a team like Chelsea that's won everything if they somehow slide outside the top four Tom this is a failure still (laughs) despite all of the Tuchel successes so there's a lot of stakes left in this final week of the season these last two games one in the Prem one in the Champions League for Chelsea I think this is going to be relatively close I I think Chelsea wins by exactly one so I think to me your bet is kind of more push protection than anything I think it's probably like the reasonable uh, number play just in terms of where the, the the logic and the value is uh, and what the books are offering. I'm going to try and under here. I, you know, just seeing what Chelsea are like in KG games and games with big stakes, Tom, uh, I don't mind an under 2.75 giving me a little bit of kind of half push protection. Uh, I am laying a little bit of juice at minus 113, but that's inside that 120 zone where I'm considering it, you know, close to even. And I could totally see a Chelsea 1-0 win in this game. Would not shock me at all. That would give you the push. That would give me the under. Uh, and, you know, Jack Grealish is back for Villa. These two teams drew last time out. Villa, obviously, a different team with Grealish than without, but they're not playing for anything. They're right in the heart of the mid-table. Chelsea have enough players in the rotation where they could have a couple of guys who are not going to start the Champions League final start this game. Kovacic is back healthy. Uh, I like Chelsea to win it. I'm not as confident on winning it by two to make something on that minus one bet. So give me an under 2.75. All right. Meanwhile, the odd man out looking in right now, they were in the top four for most of the season, but Leicester currently sits in fifth place. They're even money versus Spurs who are plus two thirty in King power stadium. The draw plus three ten. can Leicester get the job done at the very least, put themselves in position where they're going to be waiting on the results from these other games to find out if they're making the top four. So Spurs, by the way, in complete shambles right now, Tom. I mean, this isn't the first time that we've said this. We've probably said this four or five times with like a, a complete I mean, identity is, check. Spurs. It's the story pod, of the know? year. It, it's the You could argue it's the story of modern Spurs history, really. I mean, but True. especially under this Jose Mourinho era, you know, they, on top of all this, I think kind of the funniest part of the Spurs thing is like, okay, a team like Chelsea, you know, everyone's used to hating Chelsea with the big money and, and, and Abramovich and everything. So Chelsea being involved uh, in the Super League thing, I, I don't think shocked anyone, even though they were the first to pull out. 
Spurs kind of making their fans that angry being part of that and then not even being a good soccer team on top of it. Heck of a whammy uh, for them here late in the season. And they couldn't even enjoy the Jose Mourinho firing because that happened at the same time. So all of that being said, Harry Kane now, maybe the biggest star since 2008 version of Gareth Bale, is possibly on his way out of Tottenham Hotspur as well. Uh, Just a complete mess of a squad right now. No shot at top four. They do have a shot at Europa League, depending on how much that matters to them. I just think Leicester's a better team, Tom. I mean, I, I just genuinely think they're top to bottom, a better starting 11 than Spurs. And I, you know, I looked at this price yesterday. It's possible that it moved a little, but I saw Leicester even. That makes sense to me. I think Leicester wins this game. I think they give themselves a shot uh, in the top four mix. Now, if all three of these teams win, you know, it'll basically be last season again and they'll finish in fifth. Uh, but I do think Leicester gives themselves a shot, which leads me to also talk about just a brief top four future conversation, because that's just another spot where the value is completely out of whack on the board. Liverpool minus 835 to finish in the top four. Chelsea minus 715. There's basically a foregone conclusion that DraftKings is saying those are the two top four teams. Leicester two to one. Okay, so if you think that them beating Tottenham is enough, maybe you take them two to one on that as well. I kind of lean to think, you know, just with the fixtures, Liverpool and Chelsea will get it done. Um, But just a just a value check there, Tom. I got to go with you on that. I mean, this is very much the the way to play it is Leicester because I don't think Spurs get it done. This has not been a season for them. Do you see that own goal in their match this week? Just one of the Spursiest goals I've ever seen in my life. Meanwhile, the team the team at the top, the champs, City minus 240, hosting Everton plus 575, the draw plus 410. Obviously, City has nothing to play for except for this is the Sergio Aguero send-off game. He's going to score three goals. They're going to trounce Everton. That being said, I'm going to be tri- playing Everton plus 575 because they actually have something to play here, play for here. Whereas City, very much not interested in this game. They are all about that Champions League final. And Everton on the road has been better than Everton at home this season. So I'm actually liking them more in this road spot. They need one game. This is also going to perfectly set up for disappointment where we beat the champ reigning champs on the final day and still don't make the Europa League because everybody else in front of us won. Um, Carlo has at time. Let me tell you, the Everton fan base has been so up and down and bipolar after every win. Carlo is the best manager on the planet. This team is going places. And after every loss, everything is terrible. Everything is wrong. And we need to get rid of everyone except Carlo. Um, How it goes. Yep. This team has been inconsistent all season, which is as maddeningly normal as Everton always is. And an eighth place finish makes perfect sense for them. I think that they win this game and have something positive going into the off season. And at plus 575 against a team that's really not interested in this game at all and literally has no stake in this. I think that you have to take that. Remember when Everton won four games in a row to start the season and Dominic Calvert-Lewin looked like the, the golden second coming and uh, that was fun, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, just think, I just think the value is crazy here. Um, I, I have no sense of who City is going to play. You know, I mean, that, that Brighton game was irrelevant for them and they blew a two-goal lead and lost to Brighton 3-2, but they also had some genuine players out there but this is the thing I mean, with City, I mean, similar to Chelsea where it's like you just can't there's no way to put a, a, a bad squad out there it's just kind of impossible 
Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm probably not going to touch, although maybe uh, a little bit of sandwich and coffee money on, uh, on that big Everton number, just, just cause of the price. Right. I, exactly. That's what it is. Like this is, this is going to be a 10, $15 bet. This is barely anything, but the value is too good. And it, it's a team that actually needs this game versus a team that literally is not interested in playing anyone except Sergio Aguero, who is old. Yes. What, by the way, where, where, what are we uh, banking on his next uh, destination slash probably final destination? I could see Spain. I could actually okay. see him. I, I could see him going to Spain doing kind of a Luis Suarez kind of thing, except Suarez, man, talk about Barcelona being idiots, letting him go. Well, yeah. I mean, you could just stop the sentence after idiots uh, for they're, a variety of things with them. They're, they're going just desserts with that too. If he leads Atletico to this title. Yeah, absolutely. It all comes uh, down to the final day. There's no, it's not time for, for Aguero to go back to Argentina yet. Right. Not quite at that stage. I, I don't think he goes back to Argentina because if anything, MLS is going to pay him better. Yeah. MLS is the new Argentina um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, or he can I, go to the retirement league in Syria. There. We go. <laughs> if you think you make galaxy fans mad, Jesus, stop. <laughs> going to get some, some right. very, uh, some very angry replies there. Anyway, moving on. Indeed. Arsenal. I mean, I, hey, look at Zlatan. Couldn't hack it in MLS, so he goes over to Italy, and now he's now, now he's winning games and scoring goals and all that. He just couldn't he just exactly. couldn't handle the elite play. All right, um, Wolves plus one fifty five, Manu plus one sixty three, draw plus two seventy. This game doesn't really have implications. Wolves firmly in the middle of the table, Manu in second and clinched. But Manu's plus one sixty three, and I feel like that's worth a shot. Uh, yeah, you might as well, right? I mean, I, this is uh, this is a friendly, basically. I don't. Yeah. Um, United will play some guys. They'll play some academy guys. They'll do some sort of a mix. Uh, I don't know. Th- <clears throat> this is kind of one of those. It's interesting to think about, like what United players might be looking for, like individual records and things like that. I mean, Cavani has been bowling out. He'll probably play just kind of uh, to to keep giving him minutes, um, and that's an interesting thing to watch. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look in to see like if anyone like is trying to get to any benchmark number of goals or assists would be something for me with United. But regardless, I, I that's another one. Just kind of blindly look at the value on the board. You're getting Manchester United against Wolves who have not been good this season. They've shown bright spots, you know, against some pretty major adversity, losing all those guys they had in the off season, losing Raul Jimenez, who, by the way, I was going through my, uh, my golden boot tickets. <laughs> Ooh boy, <laughs> preseason. Let me just let, let me just do a quick sidebar here to just just troll myself. Um, I had four Golden Boot tickets uh, preseason. I'm sure I talked about them here on the pod. One was Timo Werner. Good job, me. <clears throat> One was Raul Jimenez uh, out for the year in November. Good job by me. One was Jamie Vardy, which you know, he scored like 13 goals this year. Nowhere near the top. Good job by me. Uh, and the other was Danny Ings, who has been half the year hurt as well. So just phenomenal plays there. Uh, and then on top of all that, I still have my Southampton two future tickets just just sneering at me uh, whenever I look at my open plays. Anyway, yeah, let, let, um, let's take a look at that real quick. Southampton once in the top four. God, no, do we have? <laughs> hey, if you guys can somehow find a way to get 15 points out of this final game, you finish top half of the table. Just well, I guess I, I, I do want to fade uh, Wolves because just looking at the table, Southampton could still even just 
without your uh, wonderful scenario, could still finish in 12th. Uh, 12th is better for my pride, Tom, with the top 10 play. I, let's just get 12th. Um, it'll, uh, it'll be a, a moral win, uh, as we say. There are no moral wins in gambling. So anyway, um, all that is to say, I think Wolves is a fun fade still. And you're getting Man U plus 163. You're going to have guys like Cavani and maybe <clears throat> you know, Bruno Fernandez for a half playing in this game. That's enough for me uh, to like plus 163. So I'm going to back you there. There you go. One more play for me in the Premier League, and that'll wrap up the slate. Leeds minus one, minus one sixty-five. They're playing West Brom. Leeds has been in great form. I just want so I, I just want something. I might loop this into a parlay or something like that. But I, I like Leeds versus a relegated team here. They're going to take care of business in their final home game in front of their fans. Um, West Brom's plus five fifty on the money line. Leeds is minus two forty-five. So I just like the minus one. It's a lot of juice. I'll probably work that into a parlay or something. But that a, anything else in the Premier League for you? Nothing else. Just backing off of what you just mentioned with Leeds, um, they've been red hot. Uh, great story in the EPL this season. They uh, could finish, I believe, as high as eighth, if I'm doing the math right. Uh, they'd need a lot to happen. They're going to finish in the top 10. Uh, so just fantastic run for them. I it, Kind of thinking about an over in that game, Tom, uh, in Leeds West Brom. I, oh, I like I, that. I'd have to... Uh, have to look into it a little bit deeper but you know the over two and a half is like one to two yeah i might need a little bit i mean need to raise that a little um but recent trends and what we've known from those teams this season means uh there are some open games so just to kind of a matter of if people are taking their chances home yeah uh so yeah i think i'll probably go over all right meanwhile let's shift over to the elite league on the planet and about to be the reigning league when it comes to simply being on TV. MLS, Major League Soccer, my friend. We have Portland Timbers going up against LA Galaxy in the draw, plus 260. Timbers minus 118. The Galaxy away from home, plus 310. What are you looking at here? So <clears throat> the Galaxy have been awesome, Tom. I know you don't want to hear that. Uh, they have been quite good. The Chicharito thing, we both scoffed at them. Okay. We yeah. both, we, we both did the, ah, ha, ha, Chicharito. Like, look at the, the people really think he's going to be Chicharito this year. Huh? And uh, he's been he Chicharito is. this year. He's been Chicharito again. Uh, he's been the leading goal scorer in MLS seven goals in those five matches, even with a missed penalty thrown in there would be eight. So that's been a great story. Obviously Sebastian legit continues to be legit. And uh, I really like this galaxy team. Now the Timbers mixed bag, you know, I still think they're going to figure out some things as the season goes on. Uh, your boys, the Quakes, took care of them last time out. I just, this is another one, you know, we went up and down the Prem board and said, hey, why is this value this? Why is this value that? Galaxy 3 to 1 plus 310? That seems way out of whack. I'm taking the Galaxy. What I'm noticing on a lot of these lines in MLS betting, because obviously books aren't paying as much attention to it, the, the the home teams are just excessively favored and the road teams are excessively underdogs, no matter what. I mean, this line should not be – the next game we're going to get to is Montreal Impact versus Cincinnati. Minus 127 for Impact, plus 335 for Cincy. That line makes sense. A Timbers-Galaxy line at this price doesn't make sense to me. And you look down the board, it is just very heavy regardless of the team. If you're away from home, the, the line is bet against. Well, and we're going to talk about that similar in, in the Sounders Atlanta game in a second, but I, I just, 
sometimes I look at these lines and I think, oh, are they just assuming? Because keep in mind, Tom, you know, we're, we're getting fans back into stadiums. Mm-hmm. Not everywhere is full yet, but, you know, a lot of places are increasingly. Atlanta had 40,000 people uh, in, a, in a crowd not that long ago, a few days ago. Uh, largest soccer crowd since March of 2020, since the pandemic slammed the world. So uh, I, I kind of wonder if sometimes, you know, and I'm not going to give the book guys this much disrespect but like you just look at like kind of the stereotypical like really good home environments which mls is known for right here on the board sounders at home timbers at home those are great home field advantages at least based on the stereotypes and you're seeing huge lopsided numbers there so uh regardless we'll get to the sounders thing in a second but uh definitely have to go galaxy in this game they've been so good and you can get them plus 310 i I gotta take that Indeed. I mean, I made some LA Galaxy fans big mad on Twitter pointing out that their jersey sponsor is a pyramid scheme. But hey, <laughs> let's see if they can make some lo- make some LA memories with a capital <laughs> MLM, my friend, in that one. <laughs> Montreal Impact, minus 127. Cincy, plus 335. Draw, plus 260. Uh, give me the impact all day. They haven't actually been a terrible team, and Cincy is 0-3-1 and, and does not look the part. They might get Giorgio Chiellini in the offseason, though. Uh, That's a yeah, well, that'll, that that'll fix everything. Uh, yeah. I I do um I do think that's going to be a, a pretty fun fade on the whole. Uh, once again, uh, Cincinnati, and you know, so this is the other thing, right? Like you find lopsided value, and then you find these kind of reasonable slight favorites that you, you have an obligation to take because it's just the better team uh, against the worst team. And I have one of those plays in my next offer which is New England Revolution against the New York Red Bulls. I mentioned a lot of kind of Red Bull season-long fades when we did our our season preview podcast, and I still think that's true week to week. The Red Bulls have not shown me much. Carlos Heel has been basically the best playmaker in MLS this season for New England, and uh, I like them minus 120. So that's kind of similar to your, uh, I guess we're not calling them impact anymore, but impact play there. No, 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 they're still the impact. Well said. Well said. They well, they, hey, the, the move. They kept the, it. Oh, did they? Did they officially? All right, we're, we're just we're going with that. Okay, cool. Uh, the the Columbus. Wait, did they? You're talking about the, no. You're well. We're to, you're talking about the Columbus. Columbus went back to keeping crew. Yeah, Colum- or Columbus. Or did Montreal? Kept... Or did Montreal do the same thing? Oh, I'm sorry. I I just because here's of, the thing, Tom. Out, out, out of sheer out of sheer habit, when I wrote my notes down, I <laughs> saw Montreal and put impact and just assumed that I had put it word for word. But no, you're right. They are club de football. No, no, no. I'm not right. I'm fine. I'm because here's the thing. I don't want. I I want to go on the impact side of things. I don't like these name changes. So I'm with you. It's the impact. It never changed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, ha- have to have to agree on that. It, it is always going to be the impact, just that it is going to be the crew. But as you were saying, Sounders minus one sixty two, Atlanta plus four sixty, draw plus two seventy. What are you looking at here? I, Atlanta plus four sixty. I just the the number is completely I, I insane. I can't agree. I can't agree with that. See, but that number is insane, Tom. And I under, the, look. I understand. The, I'm the, saying this is the, num- the, go, the go. number's go. insane. But Seattle is the best team in the league for a reason. <laughs> That being said, it's MLS, so I, I I guess I see where you're coming from here. It's the same principle as the Everton play. Exactly. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't love I don't love that as an endorsement for a play that it's the same principle as an Everton play, but I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you're you're absolutely right. Look, the Sounders are firing goals again, 13 in the league so far. I think this is an interesting test for this Atlanta, this new South American Atlanta United spine that Gabriel Lainsa has going with Santiago Sosa and Marcelino Moreno in the middle of that field. Really interesting test for Seattle's attacking players. 
and we'll see what happens. Atlanta so far defensively has been pretty solid. It's been about can they put the ball in the back of the net going forward? Joseph Martinez still has not been, you know, the the Joseph that we've seen before since the injury. He has scored, so he's got a nap monkey off of his back. And uh, obviously, you know, going to Seattle and scoring would do huge things to get his confidence back too. But uh, I, I just think Atlanta's defense is better than people are giving him credit for. If they can show up against Seattle and actually shut that down, get one on the break, plus 460 doesn't seem as insane once you start kind of breaking down the also just the MLS things that can happen uh, in MLS being MLS. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the value is wrong. Plus 460, give me Atlanta. All right, plus 460. We will see what happens in that one. But I, I, I guess I agree with you. I mean, it's an MLS roulette value play, right? Pretty much. And also, like, <clears throat> you know, my theory on Seattle is, has been off. I thought it would be a slow start for them. They'd eventually pick it up. Um, but, you know, even teams like – like Seattle in this league are only so dominant. They have slip ups all the time. Yep. Uh, we'll see if they slip up at home. Like you said, fans coming back, but still not so much in that area. Meanwhile, New England Revolution minus 120 versus New York Red Bulls plus 310 and the draw plus 260. New York Red Bulls, that they're not great, but they're not terrible. And I don't know. What do you think of that price? Uh, I'm going to England. Uh, I'm going revs minus 120. Uh, they have been very, very solid so far this year. Um, you know, Carlos Gill playmaking has been fantastic. Question for them continues to be, can they consistently put the ball in the back of the net? I think it'll be, uh, you know, the Red Bulls defense has been solid. Um, I, I think New England's able to get enough done over them. This is one where, you know, I think the numbers are correct. It's not like I, I think the value is out of whack, similar to your Montreal conversation. Um, and I just think New England's better. So give me the Revs minus 120. All right, Revs minus 120. One more game for us in the in, in the world of Major League Soccer. Sporting Kansas City plus 163, the Quakes plus 148, and the draw at plus 260. And surprise, maybe a surprise for you here, but I really like Sporting Kansas City in this spot. Uh, the Earthquakes, they've been a little up and down. I think they're getting a little tired off of that high. They're 3-0-3 to start the season. SKC 3-1-2. But, I don't know, do we get do, do we get what Wando Magic that sinks us? But SKC, I just think, is a better team right now. I would agree. Uh, I, I am absolutely backing you on that. I think that's good value. And um, Now, that being you- said, the Earthquakes have been very good at home. Are they uh, – what's their attendance situation like? They're bringing everyone back? They're not bringing house? everyone back. Not it's everyone. it's it's the People's Republic of California. They're yeah, not going to get out of COVID gonna, until yeah, 2025. That yeah, that area, but, that area is not as, not as yeah. uh, fast on that. They're, they're um, working on yeah. it, though. Are, well, are there, there are some people, though, correct? There are there fans, a, yes. Yeah. Got it, got it. By the way, so that's an interesting – I mean, we talked about this a little bit with, like uh, – when, when there were some Champions League teams having fans and some with with zero. Mm-hmm. I, that's an interesting thing to watch with, like, some grounds coming back to, you know, Atlanta's going to be back to, like, putting 70,000 yeah. in pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, it, and I mean, then you're going to have other grounds with, like, 3,000 fans. It's really weird in the, uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs right now because you have – some games taking place where there's almost no fans. And then you've got like the golden Knights games where they're just, ah, we're packing the house. It's everybody. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, I don't, you know, do you, do you put stock in that from a gambling perspective or not, not a ton? Normally I wouldn't with this at, 
especially with soccer where fans can make a difference for you. I mean, Anfield doesn't carry the same quite weight that it does. Playing at Anfield in an empty stadium doesn't carry the same weight that it does when it's completely full. Things like that are very true and absolutely have to impact your decision a little bit. A home field advantage, if you if you look at the NFL, a home field advantage in a traditional season is three points. I, I think that that goes down maybe to two, maybe two and a half in in a, in, a, in a COVID season like we had. So I'd put a little bit of stock in it, but it's not going to be a game-changing super shit, super shift that you, you, you might think. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my head's at too. I, I look at it more as kind of a, um, a lost advantage when the fans aren't there than a, a gained advantage once they're back, if that makes sense yeah, for some of these. I, I, think I'd have to, I think I'd have to agree with that. Meanwhile, let's move over to the EFL playoffs in the championship, Brentford and Bournemouth and Swansea and Barnsley. I was sunk as Swansea scored and they ruined my Barnsley bet last time out, but Barnsley's plus 170, Swansea plus 175, the draw plus 205. Who are you taking in this second leg? We're a USMNT pod, Tom. We got to keep the Daryl DK show going in this. Big DK energy. DK energy is just uh, just surge into stardom has been fantastic to watch. Plus 460 first goal scorer, plus 460 last goal scorer here. Not a ton of value there on the prop. I don't give a crap. I'm taking DK as the yard guy behind me. Makes me yell it even louder. <laughs> DK to score in this game. I'm also thinking about Barnsley plus 170. I thought they looked pretty good in the first leg. By the way, both first legs were pretty awful soccer games. You want to talk about KG. Uh, both of those games were just completely KG affairs. I would expect these second legs to be the same deal. So, I, you know, I, I think considering under moves is also something to look at. But for now, DK plus 460. Barnsley plus 170 uh, for the 90 minutes. All right. DK plus 160 Barnsley at plus 170 for the 90. I, I agree with the Barnsley play for sure, because uh, th- like this, this team, this team needs, a, they're down one zero in this game. I think that they're going to push. They're, they're going to push a lot harder. I, I like them at plus 170 here. I'm going to agree with you on that. And plus, yeah, we're absolutely backing our boy, Daryl DK. Brentford and Bournemouth, do you like anything here? I thought Brentford played possibly even better than Bournemouth in that first leg. Again, I don't think either team looked great. It's kind of how I felt about Chelsea and Leicester in the FA Cup final. It was just kind of a series of, of a few moments and very little outside of that. I'm looking for an under here in the second leg, uh, under two and a half goals, minus 112. I think it'll be another KG affair. I don't mind Bournemouth plus a half goal laying minus 120, even though I thought uh, Brentford were better in the first leg. I just think this is going to be, you know, so close and so tight in the second that thinking about a plus half goal line, if it's being offered in this case, you're getting the value on the cherry side on the Bournemouth side uh, makes some sense. So I would consider that. But I also just think the kind of the looser, uh, you know, uh, more vague play with a lot of protections is the general under. And two and a half is a clean enough number. So give me under two and a half goals, minus 112 in Brentford Bournemouth. All right, under two and a half. I'm liking that one. Do we have anything else? I think we're done. We are done. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Betting the High Line. By the way, while we've been talking, I did absolutely play both Everton and the LA Galaxy. Let's talk about best bets. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
best bets have been quite atrocious for us this season, and I'm probably going to keep out any game that I was actually thinking of playing. Um, <laughs> best bets have been atrocious. So to start off, I'm going to go Sporting Kansas City plus 163 over the Earthquakes because if I lose that one, it means that the Quakes win. So I'm, 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 I'm trying to use the juju to my advantage. Makes sense. Uh, I, um, I'm definitely going to put in some value here to try to get my units up. But first, a juiced play in Aston Villa, Chelsea, under 2.75 goals on the total, laying minus 113. I just think the nerves are going to be out there in the first half. Things will open up in the second. It's going to be a classic Chelsea controlling a one goal lead. Can they get the second goal to help out your minus one? We will see. I think they can get the clean sheet against Villa that they need to ensure top four, which by the way, if Chelsea wins, they will ensure third place specifically uh, in the Prem for whatever that is worth. Uh, I do think Chelsea gets it done, although the under is more appealing than any kind of a Chelsea move for me. So best bet under 2.75 minus 113 Aston Villa, Chelsea. My second best bet. I'm going to stick in. MLS, I'm taking the I'm taking Montreal minus one twenty seven over Cincinnati. Stick with the impact. It's the impact. <laughs> I'm going to MLS for my next play. Like I said, I want to get the units up. <clears throat> we've been well. I, I'll say I have been super been conservative, terrible. and we've both been terrible uh, on the best bets. Uh, you know, we we restarted them and thought that would help, and it, it hasn't really. I'm going Galaxy plus 310, Tom. Uh, we're both on it, so now I'm horrified. And uh, I, I like that to help out the old units. I just think the value is out of whack. I would like Galaxy on any kind of a plus side here, Tom. Really, genuinely. I would take them at plus 130. I would take them maybe at plus 110. You're getting them at plus 310. They're better than the Timbers. Give me the Herbal Life's plus 310. Like I said, I already took that bet just now. Um, I'm going to go Man U plus 163. That's my final best bet. They're going up against Wolves. I'm getting one last chance to get Man U with some juice this season, with, with some juice in my favor this season. That's what I'm going to take for my final one. Yeah, you're going to get a nice kind of like ICC July 23rd friendly vibe from that game. So I think that'll yeah. be fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the value makes sense there. My final one, I'm going to that championship playoff. I'm going to the under two and a half goals. In Brentford and Bournemouth, we've seen these low-scoring games in the playoff semis time and time again. We saw it in both of those games that finished 1-0 in the first legs. I have no reason to think they're going to be any different in these second legs, Tom. In fact, I'm thinking about an under in Swansea Barn Barnsley as well. I just don't really want to go against my Daryl DK play there. I want to you know, be rooting for one thing, but th both of those can come together. Um, either way, Brentford Bournemouth, under two and a half goals. Uh, in the second leg there in the champion, championship playoff semis. Remember, a Barnsley one goal, uh, Bar Barnsley win by one means we go to extra time and all your bets are out the window at that point. So that, that gets you everything you need. Uh, Daryl DK scores the only goal and then it's, all, it's off to extra time and hopefully we get, we get Barnsley to the, champion, to the Premier League next season. Not that it'll matter, of course, because DK still with Orlando City for now, but I can't imagine he's going to play another game for them. Well, and then uh, we'll see DK uh, eventually in that game win, uh, score the game-winning penalty in the penalty shootout. So that'll be great. Indeed we will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Taylor Wilson and myself. You can follow us on Twitter at TV at work and at ATLT. Well, tell us what you are betting on this final EPL match week. We have enjoyed bringing you the entire Premier League season. We will be back next week to bring you more MLS betting action and, of course, 
talk about one slightly, slightly important game coming up that I know Taylor isn't going to be interested in watching at all between Man City and Chelsea. But that is going to do it for us. If you like the show, don't forget to tell a friend, be a friend, tell a friend, share us. Let's try and get, let's try and really build out a community here. We love hearing from you guys. So please tweet us with your thoughts and picks. And that will do it for us this week. Have a good one, everybody, and best of luck.